Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? To stop what you're doing and listen. And we are back inside the Vortex Week 4 Preview. I'm joined as always. James, what's going on, man? Yo, back again, the duos. Yeah, man, the duo pod. I think this will, you know, it's just going to be the two of us. And then if someone wants to join, they'll uh, they'll let us know. Yeah, you know, I was kind of surprised this week with, you know, a couple, few big wins, a few big losses that we might uh, yeah, see I mean, death, us, but I guess not. I don't know. I figured us losing, people would jump at the opportunity to hop on the pod and just help rub it in, pour a little salt on the wound. But as far as I go, dude, I feel like we won last week. I mean, no one's going to tell us otherwise, right? Exactly. Tyler uh, certainly isn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the other thing that we should so we should touch on a few things week four. Um, Jess made a comment saying that I should lean into the villain persona because it's the only thing that works for me. And I couldn't agree more. So I'm just going to go back to saying I have the best team. I don't think I actually have really even stopped that much, but I'm definitely going to lean into that persona even more. Yeah, I'm for it. I mean, you're already, I mean, you know, you're, you didn't really slow it down that no, much. I didn't really. <laughs> I think I'm going to post that uh, Kylo Ren gif of him like in the snow with his back turned and the blade like blazing like before every kickoff because it just, it gets me pumped up. You got to do you, man. That's a, a <laughs> BA gift for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that's weird this week is the whole Titan situation with COVID. So we'll take we'll keep an eye on that. It seems like that game might be played on Tuesday, which which will count for this week. I think that's what the official Yahoo announcement is. Um, but if it's any later than that, I feel like I don't know. I mean, I guess this is what we had to be prepared for with this season. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you look into that a whole lot? I didn't. I went off what Timmy said, but yeah. it makes sense. I mean, I think the Eagles played on a Tuesday night against Minnesota because of a blizzard and actually went to that game. And uh, the the Eagles got blown out by, what was the, who was the quarterback? It was like Joe Smith or it was some random, random guy. Uh, but yeah, I think... Tuesday's the cutoff. I mean, anything after that, I, I don't even think they would play the game on a Wednesday. It doesn't make any sense because they both would have games next week. So, yeah, I think if, Joe if Webb. They, what's up? Joe, Joe Webb. That, yeah. Joe Webb. Exactly. Yeah, I went to the Joe Webb game. It was awful. The first and only quarterback wide receiver flex on Yahoo yes. Fantasy Football. Nice. That is that is that's why you're that's why you're on the pod, James. Is these is these these facts you got? I try. Um. So we'll, we'll monitor that situation. Uh, obviously, Derrick Henry, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, I got Deontay Johnson, James Conner. A lot of players impacted, um, but you, you kind of expected it. So hopefully it doesn't kind of spread <laughs> and yeah. go to a lot of other teams and just kind of totally mess up the season. On the other hand, it'd be interesting because you just kind of work around it. <laughs> We should real quick before we get into the awards also address the uh the couples trading situation. Um I don't know what to do. I have two there's three scenarios that we play out, right? Option one is we don't do anything about it and we just kind of do what we've been doing where we veto trades, you know, or just based off everyone gets a vote, end of story. The option two is we ban couples trading from each other. I really don't think it's that big of a deal if you can't trade with one person and there's 10 other people to trade with because there are these like there's there are small conflicts of interest like you do live with somebody and if you're out of it that year or like it, it's just there's like oh I didn't do the dishes let me let me win over a little favor here by uh trading a slightly favorable trade. <laughs> it's a terrible example but I feel yeah. like there's subtle biases built in. I couldn't agree more. So, I mean, we do have the veto as as a tool against it. So maybe the veto is enough, but there are I do think there are some subtle conflict of interest that can come into play. So I think trade, not being able to trade with one person is a big deal. 
Option three is we ban couple. This one's the most This one's the most like complicated, and you know me and complicated solutions. We ban trading between couples, but then each year, everybody has one person they can't trade with, and it's just randomly drawn. So to make it fair, James, I can't trade with you this year, and then we can just have a rotating basis between the rest of us. <laughs> so everyone can only trade with ten people, and I don't know. Did it's you like, think of that? I did. It's not bad, right? It's actually pretty creative, yeah. Yeah. So what, I about, come, what about the supermajority? Where they have to have a supermajority? But the problem with this Yeah, I mean there's also a supermajority. So what would that be? I don't typically vote, so there's typically they need to get five votes. Um seven. So maybe six to three or seven to two. I mean you figure the couples will vote as a block. So like if it's a trade, <laughs> if it's a trade between Jess and Jeremy, then they'll automatically get Steve and Katie vote of approval and vice versa. See, I do. I think Steve, I don't know so much about, but I do trust that Katie would be looking out for Katie no matter what. Yeah. For K squared, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a tough league and, and, and she's trying to get any advantage. So sort of the uh, maverick vote in the yeah. couple. This is a reminder to vote in November, especially if you live for all of you guys live in Pennsylvania, definitely vote. <laughs> all right. So those are some options I'd like to see. Let's get some feedback in the group me on any of those options. Uh, which one do you prefer? One, two, three, or four. So all right, let's get to the awards. You're good at this. Jess, man, 166 points. And all I do is talk, but all she does is just show up and win. She's the champ. She's here to stay. She's got a great chance to repeat. Um, you know, I, I don't have much else to add to that. Yeah. I mean, she unfortunately uh, steamrolled uh, Katie squared and, you know, really benefited from a high scoring offense with Alvin Kamara. I mean, whew. yeah, 166 to 83. So that, that kind of sets us up for the year bad at this. And this is tough. You know, I, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of the blame for this this start to the season, but K squared is gets the year bad at this award two out of the first three weeks. <laughs> I mean, listen, the vortex is a tough league, you know. There's no gimmies here. Everyone's everyone's a good manager. Everyone's kind of knows what they're doing, and uh, you know, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It is a tough week for them. I think the moral victory for them is just that, I mean, they lost to the most points. So mm -hmm. literally any other team in the league would have also lost. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a good point, right? She's one and two and she's had, she's got the least amount of points. Her K squared has had the least amount of points twice. So she eked out a win. So, I mean, that's good. Um, but she is in the basement with Mike. Yeah. Uh, along with Allie. So not a great place to be. Um, feels good, man. I'm going to give this one to Jeremy uh, because one is we get a lot of stuff wrong in this podcast, but last week I did say Derrick Henry was getting the volume just a matter of time before he gets the TDs. 26 carries again, 26 fantasy points, two TDs. Uh, feels good to get your production out of your RB1 like that and to get the win. Let's see if he plays this week. Solid performance. Yeah. So feels good. <laughs> feels bad, man. Feels bad award. Uh, <laughs> it's got to go to Mike, right? Like, he's just forever in the basement. He's currently, you can't make this up, man. Currently in dead last. And <laughs> he lost by eight points, which is kind of a close game. And he had the lead going into Monday night. Now, he wasn't up that much. He was up, I think, maybe seven or eight points. And Steve had uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, right? So it was pretty inevitable that he was going to win. But he still had to kind of – you have like that lingering hope, like maybe he doesn't get the touches or he gets hurt. But it didn't happen. He lost. So 0-3. What I want to know about this matchup uh, from Mike is what happened at the tight end spot? Well, you're the tight end whisperer, so you tell me. Yeah, exactly. 
he outbid me for the dude Schultz from Dallas, benches mm-hmm. him and benches Gronk and puts in Dallas Goddard. If he played either of those players, he nah, would have Steve. Nah, he wouldn't have made it. He still he lost by eight. So it would have been closer. But You're right. Yeah. But hey, bright side, bright side for Mike. Justin Jefferson, Minnesota wide receiver, twenty seven points. Could be a good keeper going forward. So I know. Make sure you keep him on your bench. 175 yards receiving, uh, seven receptions. Pretty pretty good. So maybe, you know, maybe we're building for next year. All right. Uh, let's get to the Jiffy Peanut Butter GIF of the Week. Uh, I'm going to nominate um, all of, well, specifically the best GIF in my mind. The, well, first, we should say this. There were a lot of good gifts. Like this was probably top tier gift week. I'm gonna give an honorary mention to your use of the of the what happens when you when you when you search. Are you ready for some football? I had no idea. What, I had no idea what was going on. And then uh, I do do the search, and it's a guy on top of a girl in a bed. And you could have left it there. You had three plays. You could have just left it there and let us all search on our own, and that would have been funny. You could have waited like, you know, twenty seconds when people are like, "What are you talking about?" and and sent them this is you know sent the picture. This is what happens when you when you search that in the GIF bar. But you waited like nine to twelve minutes, and then sent the the GIF of what happens when you search. Are you ready for some football? And uh, I just I died laughing. And I just thought it was perfectly timed, perfectly executed. So I'll give you the honorary mention for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was well-placed. And I do think it's kind of strange that (laughs) that's what comes up when you search, are you ready for some football? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, (laughs) those two don't go together at all. Um, I'm going to give the award or I'm going to nominate Jeremy for, the whole dandy train uh, was just a great series of gifts where, you know, you had the gifts about the, you had the train. Um, yeah. Numerous train gifts, you know, like yeah. the train going, the train just going down the track where there's no beginning or end. Mm-hmm. You know, Cause the dandies yeah. are a train. And Slow then, and, uh, <laughs> and then, and then Jeremy just comes through with the look. The dandy train, and it's just flying off a cliff, and <laughs> and just lands and implodes on itself. And again, good good use of of words, you know, not too many words. Just look, the dandy train, and again, well timing. So I, I appreciated that that series of gifts because the dandy train did get derailed. Yeah, I desperately wanted to win last week because of that gift, like yeah. desperately. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you what's what where do you get to nominate? I think I gotta nominate uh Steve's basement uh sequence of gifts towards yeah, Mike. It was great. And this was this this one has to win. This was just top tier. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess when things really started to turn for Mike Monday night, uh Steve had the post of the guy like I, I don't know what that's from. <laughs> But yeah. a guy trying to escape from a basement, and it, and it's labeled Mike trying to get out of the basement. Yeah, which is a good setup, and he could have just left it there, but he didn't. Yeah, and he he takes it on. There's another uh, like meme, and it's like know your place trash, which is incredibly aggressive and yeah. not very much like Steve this year. And then, <laughs> and then that's followed up by Mike walking down by the ba- down to the basement. Yeah, Mike's acceptance. It's great, right? <laughs> the intro with the just just the setup, Mike trying out of the basement, and then the what like the just the absolute goon who said know your place trash. Like just the picture of the guy's hilarious. What are either of those even from? Brilliant. They're just, but what they're just they? random. I think they're just you just search basement and that's what comes up. <laughs> uh and like you know, this guy who's trying to get out of the basement, he looks tall, lanky. You know, probably 
I mean, if if Mike goes bald in like twenty years, could could look like him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not out of the out of the realm of possibility. So, uh, yeah. Overall, overall, that was good. Andre mentioned I'm looking at it now Timmy, who just added me with uh, the guy playing, uh, the guy trying to do Star Wars like moves in his garage. Solid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a solid gift. All right, so we'll give it to, we'll give it to Steve because it was just a great. He got a bunch of likes. It was just a great series, a, lot, a big, huge outburst, and uh, very aggressive. The, yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's just look at the standings real quick. Just a quick overview. Only one undefeated team. That's Jess. There's six teams at two and one, and that includes me, Ty, Jeremy, Timmy, uh, Steve. And James, you're there. And we have three teams at one and two. It's KB, Khan gets his first win, and K-Squared. And along with K-Squared in the basement is Allie and Mike at 0-3. All right, let's um, let's go to the matchups. Let's start with... We got Jeremy versus James U. This is a good game. This could have been matchup of the week. Um... Two two and one teams. Jeremy, nice rebound start. start. He started 0 and 1. Now he's 2 and 1. And really look at his team. And Ertz has had a weird season. But now that Goddard is out, he's on the IR with like an ankle fracture or something. You know, Ertz might kind of pick it up and, and step into a uh, kind of his back into his elite tight end status. Although the Eagles suck. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, Ertz is trending up. I I feel like Jeremy and my team are both underperforming. And so that definitely kept me for like thinking this might be the matchup of the week. I mean, last week I got killed with my tight end, mm-hmm. flex, and kicker. I mean, if either, if any of them showed up at all, I would have stood a fighting chance with the performance Pat Mahomes put up. Uh, and then sort of the same thing from Jeremy. I mean, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers defense is kind of underperforming. Uh, kicker's underperforming. He's got Antonio Brown still rostered on his bench. I don't know. We're both, you know, we have a, a manageable roster, but we're still kind of working out the kinks. Yeah. As I look at this matchup this week. Yeah, I mean, you, you might. I mean, we'll see what happens. Tennessee's not even going to practice, so who like? Can you play an NFL game with not even without practicing at all? Just all virtual meetings, like it just seems like that's a recipe for disaster. Well, they're professionals. I'm sure they can go out there and do it. It's just a matter of how well. Well, like they you, can do it, you, you can't know? install anything new. No. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. And then um, your team, James. Uh, you know, Pat Mahomes went super sane. He really did, right? He he put up 43 points. And uh, I guess the question I have for you is, would you consider trading Allen? I don't need him because I have Kyler Murray, but there are people out there, say the Gardner Minchus, and uh, or the Big League Minchu, whatever Steve's name is. He needs a quarterback. There's probably other people who need a quarterback. Have you considered trading Josh Allen? Yeah, I mean, I'm always open to trades, although his keeper status is a linchpin for my team right now next year and moving forward into years beyond that. So, Well, I think you can only keep him one more year, right? Or did you, just, did you draft him this year? I drafted him this year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there's keeper value there. Yeah, so it has to be a good – that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So we'll see, you know. Fair. All right, so we'll see how your team rebounds this this week. Um, so this is this should be a good matchup. Anything to add about your team? No. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm hoping for, like I said, a bounce back week. I mean, in last week's match with the performance Patrick Mahomes put up, if the kicker for Kansas City, Harrison Butker, I mean, he missed what two field goals and in, or one field goal and two extra points. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, it's tough. He's actually a really good kicker, too. I know. I drafted him pretty high because of that. and I just, It was frustrating. Tough. And I sent out that gift, too, 
of Patrick Mahomes kind of like nodding his head at Tyler. <laughs> I, I was going into that confident, even though yeah. I know people didn't think I had a chance, but whatever. Um, Converse Timmy. Con gets his first win. Galladay scores a touchdown and when he comes back. Um, I guess, you know, for him, it's like, do we do we start to worry a little bit about Lamar? Because the Ravens offense was legit last year, right? Um, he was the MVP, but kind of a mediocre start to the season. He put up 19 points and 15 points in week two and three. Yeah, he's uh, he definitely trending down. One. Yeah, he's trending downwards. And it's like, that's kind of a storyline to watch is the Ravens were legit last year. Do they kind of come back to earth a little bit? I think they're definitely going to come back to earth. I do think Lamar Jackson is going to have a bounce back week uh, this week. Yeah, playing Washington, so I guess that's kind of a big factor. Um, I feel like I feel like Kansas City just had some bulletin board material being the underdog. You know, I was kind of thinking like going into that game, I was like, how are they the underdog for this? Like three and a half points. they won the Super Bowl and they're a good team. Like they haven't, you know, changed that much. So yeah. Um, max to grind. Yeah, that was definitely a weird line. Timmy's team, it seems like he's kind of stumbled into Daryl Henderson being taking the lead back for the Rams. He had twenty carries last week, 114 yards, one T D. Um, and they trailed most of the game and he still put up really good numbers, which is kind of surprising. So that was like an equal timeshare. There was like three, you know, there were three running backs in that committee. And it does kind of seem like he's got the guy who's coming out of it. So um, that's kind of big for him going forward. Did did we give a Tinder pickup of the week? No, you can give one. Daryl Henderson. I mean, he threw six Landy bucks at him. And, wow. You know. So he didn't even draft him. When did, he, did he pick him up last week? Yeah. Wow. He's got a, a very, very viable starter. Yeah. No, he's he definitely could be running back one, running back two going forward. Yeah. Um, if he wins that job because the Rams are a good offense. So that that could be great. Um, anything else you want to add for this matchup? Timmy did pick up another Penn Stater last week. I noticed did that. Hamler, and right? threw him in, yeah, the starting lineup, Kenny, uh, KJ Hamler. Yeah. He was really good at Penn State last year. He's dirty. Yeah. But only only five targets, and that that offense without that offense is, is just not good for the for the Broncos. Yeah, Alley versus uh, K squared. This is kind of a so I have a little bit of an analogy for this matchup. Um, so these two teams are currently in the basement with Mike, right? Tenth and eleventh. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like a horror movie, right? Where like they're like they're fighting each other to. Uh, like escape, right? Like, but only one of them is going to escape, and then one's going to get stuck in the basement with Mike and get murdered. Now, you know, I apologize to making Mike the like the horror movie murderer in this analogy. It's just an analogy, but you no, can he's the see murderer. <laughs> yeah, he's the murderer. Oh no, no, is he not the? Oh no, maybe he's not the murderer. I was thinking he would be down there with them and just escape purely because of height. I mean, he could reach higher windows, and you know. Oh, maybe. Okay. Actually, I like that analogy better. Let's not make Mike the murderer. <laughs> Let's make. Uh, if anything, this... I would say maybe Steve is the murderer. <laughs> Why right? is Steve the murderer? I mean, he sent the gifts out of, you know, sort of locking um, like a man down the basement and, you know, true, stomping true. him down the basement. And, and, he, and he put Mike at his namesake at 0 and 3. So maybe, maybe Mike is the hero in this story. He's stuck in the basement forever. He knows he can't get out, but he uses his height to help lift one of these two, uh, Katie or or Allie, out of the basement. And into vortex freedom. And into vortex freedom. Into the light. So maybe that, maybe, but only one. So maybe the murderer gets one of these people. It's not Mike. And then Mike helps the winner escape. That could be an analogy complete. You can tell you can tell we have nothing to say about Mike's team, um, other than create a, an analogy for for him. Um, so yeah, so with these two teams, Allie, uh, she it just she just needs Mixon, right? It's like this week is Mixon or bust for her. He she she drafted him as an RB one, 
He's playing the Jaguars. If he does not have a breakout game for her this week, then her season's done. I mean, if he doesn't do it this week, he's not going to do it at all. And then she just doesn't have a running back to compete this year. That's kind of my hot take. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he needs to start trending in the right direction. I don't know that Cam is going to have a good game next week. And I think, you know, some some other players are going to have to pick it up for Um, K-squared gets Michael Thomas back this week. And huge. Yeah, huge. He practiced, well, hopefully getting him back. He practiced this week. He's questionable. Um, but a win here, I mean, she's, like we said, she's scored the least amount of points. She's been in, you're bad at this twice, two out of three weeks. But if she gets a win against Allie, she's two and two. That's a good place to be. Yeah. I think if she can, if, if excuse me, not she, uh, K squared. So Katie and Caitlin mm-hmm. um, could kind of balance streaming in these wide receivers. They have a pretty decent team. So, you know, and, and also Wentz. I mean, he looked better, uh, I thought, last week. So, yeah, it's a relative term. Still yeah. is trash, but he looked better. Yeah. Just jumping back real quick <laughs> to K Squared's previous week. I mean, I think Mike said it best. Uh, their kicker just outperformed both of their running backs. And I noticed that uh, they moved Mark Ingram in this week. I think that's a good move. You know, that was my peer pressure play of the week last week. So I'm glad they're they're following my advice there. I noticed that just now. Gotcha. All right, let's go to Steve versus KB. Um, Steve sitting at two and one, sixth place. Uh, Tyler Lockett, man, last week just went off. Three TDs, 32 points. Do you know Russell Wilson has 14 TDs through three games? He's fire. Yeah, absolutely fire. And so Tyler Lockett's just a good wide receiver to have right now. Yeah, especially in this matchup, for sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that. That's a good call. Yeah. And then KB, I mean, how is he one and two? He has he had 35 points from Russell Wilson week one, 36 points week two, 39 points from week three. I feel like if you survey a lot of fantasy football teams, just in general, the teams with Russell Wilson are probably three and oh or two and one so you know i think i was looking at his team it feels like the problem is he has a lot of star power but he has a lot of guys with really low floors so he's just been getting unlucky with like the timing of when people are having bad games like dj moore's had some bad games edelman's have some bad games and then kenny drake have had some bad games they've also had some decent games but you know he's getting too many bad games with his Russell Wilson performances and not yeah. enough like middle of the road performances. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, anything else for this matchup? I mean, I think Edelman's going to have a bounce back week. I think uh, KB looks pretty good in that respect. I think what could hurt Cam in throwing the ball more against KC could really help uh, like Cam Newton. Uh, could help KB in that I think they're just going to be throwing the ball all over and Edelman will get some pretty decent looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a beast. Absolute beast. Well, he's not. Yeah, he is. But, I mean, Steve could have drafted Kamara, and it's kind of a mistake. He kind of let Kamara slip it in Jess's hands. True. So, um yeah, that is kind of this. That is kind of a story we need to look more into. I think she drafted six, and she got Kamara there. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um. All right. Speaking of Jess, Jess versus Mike. I. I, I <laughs> all right. I'm going to do my best to help Mike win this week. Ready, Mike? You have no shot at winning this week. So, like, let's not even talk about the game. <laughs> what is going on with this matchup? You, I, I, you, well, they, they have empty spots. I have no idea what's going on with this matchup. Yeah, there's two empty spots. Like Mike's missing a kicker, who was I think his highest point scorer last week. Yeah, I think he's got Gostowski. I think he's getting thrown for a loop by the guys with zeros next to their names, <laughs> Corey Davis and Gostowski, because they're on the Titans. So I think he's just he's just trying to figure out the Titans situation. I guess Jess is just, doing the same thing. 
Yeah, although I don't think she has anyone. No. So I don't know what she's doing. So she just needs to do a flex. Maybe she's just... Um, oh, well, I th- because she had God... We did the whole Godwin, Kareem Hunt uh, trade. So right. it probably just defaulted her to her bench. Um, so maybe she just hasn't adjusted it. Um, but yeah, no, seriously about this matchup, though. The thing with Mike's team is he has three really nice wide receivers. He's got... Diggs has been good. Cooper's been decent. And now Allen Robinson. I know he's always joked about Allen Robinson. He always ends up with him. But with Foles, man, he's got that he's got that energy about him. And uh yeah. I think I think now he might have like three legit wide receivers and Robinson's actually gonna be good. So Yeah, well and don't forget that dude Jefferson. Yeah, and Justin Jefferson. So and Deshaun Watson. I mean, the Texans have played the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers. So I I'm gonna make a bold prediction, and I'm gonna say Mike makes the vortex zone this season. Not the playoffs, but the vortex zone. I'm pulling for him. Yeah, I'm definitely pulling for One him. One year for sure to get out of the basement. Yeah. Uh, and then just just Calvin really is having an awesome season. We talked about Kamara. Um, she did. There's like a little smoke and mirrors with some of her performances. 166 points last week is awesome, but she did get 31 points from Indy Indianapolis D against the Jets. So yeah, are they for pull- real? No, you just can't play the Jets every year, man. I mean, every week. The Cause, Jets... Because the NDD did well against Minnesota, too. Yeah, but only put five up, five points against Jacksonville. Yeah. I think this this season's really weird. We have, to, we have to not forget that there's been no preseason and very little training camp. So the first four weeks are probably going to look very different than the rest of the year. Yeah. As teams just kind of figure things out. All right, let's do the matchup of the week. Um I know I I know I was in the match of the week last week, but this is a two versus three matchup. So me versus Tyler. Um and so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I did it. that. Yeah, all right. Um I had an off week, you know, things just didn't click. They just, just didn't work out. But I'm gonna put I think I'm gonna put the Lizard King in this week if if Devontae Adams is out again. Because he looked good, man. Alan Lazard. Uh and I have that 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 picture that like photoshop of the lazard king which i really want to use <laughs> that thing so. is ridiculous <laughs> yeah it was pretty nuts i just googled like lazard king and that's what came up and it was exactly what i wanted i couldn't have asked for anything better um yeah I i'm mean, just trying to get i'm just trying to get every piece of green bay's offense that i can yeah i mean that leaves you a little bit exposed but you definitely have uh among the the best you know, running back flex options. I think the boomer bust qualities of Lazard and Beckham are a little bit yeah. risky on your part. You know, I mean, my wide receivers, I have to figure out. Yeah. I mean, I watched the game and it looked like Aaron Rodgers had a pretty, pretty good connection with uh, Lazard. But then when I just looked at this little, like, you know, quick read thing, it said Valdez Scantling apparently had more targets or something, and I was kind of surprised about that. Yeah, but he, he had much. He had, I don't know. He had less less connections. Um, yeah, I got to figure out the wide receivers. You know, Deontay Johnson got he he did an end around at the end of the game and he got concussed, and like that just happens. He gave me point nine. He had that one run, and you know he was putting up. He was putting up. Uh, he put up you know nineteen points. He had thirteen targets week two and 10 targets week one. Um, so that kind of screwed me, but anyways, tough week, you know, we'll move on. Um, Tyler's team though, honestly, it, it scares me a little bit. You know, DJ Metcalf is kind of cooking. Evans is starting to get a connection with Brady. Dalvin cook has had a legit game. This, this Jerome, Jeremy, James, James Robinson. <laughs> and now he's getting Kittle back, right? Yeah. The kid supposed to come back. So, I mean, this team's a little scary, man. And TJ Boyd, Tyler Boyd's good. So I kind of looked into this a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'm going to read you some numbers. All right. 13, 35, 66, 67, 28, 335, and 68. You know what those numbers are? No. So those are Tyler's starting offensive players over the last four weeks' rankings. And that 335 in there is – freaking george kittle like i mean his team yeah. is solid from top to bottom it's just yeah i mean kudos to tyler this year it's pretty good and 
the coup d'etat, if you will, is he has the most badass kicker in the league. Blank <laughs> Blankenship is, I mean, a great name, right? And anytime you can get a rookie kicker who you kind of trust, I'm all for rookie kickers because kickers have this weird personality in the NFL, like or persona, like you kind of you you they don't really change and they're around for a while. So when you get a new kind of kicker, a new personality in there, I always am fascinated. Um, Have you ever looked at his profile picture? Dude, he's got these dope like goggle glasses on. <laughs> I love it. I I'm love all for specs. it. Uh, yeah, I'm all for the Rex specs, man. And it's like, don't even take them off for the picture. Like, this is me. I'm the Rex spec guy. He's got like a glare so, going on in him and everything. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's no anti-reflective coating on those things. <laughs> he doesn't need it, man. He just rips it. Um, and then Baltimore defense is is solid for him. So this is a good team. So I'm gonna pick Tyler to win, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna agree with you there and kind of lean Tyler. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. So good job, Ty. Uh, good luck this week. Um, but this should be a good matchup. Some good matchups this week. We got a battle at the top. We got a battle of battle of best versus wor- best versus worst with Jess versus Mike. So maybe good. That'd be a cool upset if it happened. And then we have the battle to get out of the basement to avoid the the murderer. <laughs> um, so it'll be a fun one. And then your matchup with Jeremy is a good one too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's um let's do the thing that Timmy apparently hates. Pressure play of the week. Here pressure play of the week. Here pressure play of the week. So let's do the peer pressure play of the week. You know, I I I solicited some critiques, some criticism. Um from from everybody and uh timmy really caught me off guard doesn't like the peer pressure play of the week yeah i don't i I like the peer pressure play of the week i mean it's short you know we we throw out a peer pressure throws a little spice in there and uh i just enjoy the i enjoy the i enjoy the intro music really so let's keep it let's i appreciate the feedback but we'll keep it short so james james you're quick you're quick peer pressure what do you got Sure. Uh, you know, I'm just looking over Allie's team, and I noticed that she has Jarvis Landry still in that flex spot. And then when I look down, I sit down in her bench, and I see Hunter Renfro there. And you have to read between the lines a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of feel like we were talking about trends a lot this podcast, and he's definitely trending upwards. Mm-hmm. And then when you continue to read between the lines with Hunter Renfro, you see that he went six for nine on targets with 84 yards, which is a decent line. And he had one touchdown continue reading. And you see that he also caught another touchdown that was taken away from him. I think that kind of shows, especially with, I think the uh, top receiver for them rugs out that, you know, Carr kind of trusts him especially in the end zone. I think that could pay off in dividends for Allie. So I'm saying she should yeah, get Jarvis Landry out of there and get Hunter Renfro in there. I remember Renfro from Hard Knocks. Uh, dude's a hard worker, man. Dude, the dude. And uh, Gruden likes him. Calls him Renfro. It's going to love him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to – there's only one person that I can peer pressure this week, and it's Timmy. All right, I got to throw the shade right back at him. And um, it's time to cut bait on Naheem Hines, right? Uh, you know, you spent $51 on him. That was a lot of money, okay? I mean, I spent 75 on Mike Davis. But here's the thing. Naheem Hines had seven rushing attempts last week against the Jets, a team they crushed, okay? he He's just not, not going to get the volume. It's not there. Week one was an aberration, and you spent a little too much money on him. So... He's in your lineup now. You obviously have a lot of shuffling to do because you got to figure out what happens with the Titans game. But assuming that game goes off, you got to put James Conner into your running back position with Henderson. And then you got to, you know, see which one of your wide receivers end up playing and put them into the flex. But you, you might well, you, you might as well just drop Naheem Hines. I mean, you won't, but that's probably the right play because he's, he's just going to be a non-factor the rest of the year. 
Yeah. I think he might yeah. be pot committed to Hines, but no, I know, I but agree with you the know, double move. Perfect. All right. That's the peer pressure play of the week. Um, yeah. Week four, man. Football. It's still going. Hopefully COVID doesn't derail it, but uh, it's, it's been fun. The Eagles have been no fun to watch at all. Like that, that tie was just nauseating. Like I was, <laughs> I felt physically nauseous for that game, which was really weird. I, uh, um, I was at a wedding, the, another wedding the night before. Mm-hmm. And once again, I fell asleep during the game and I thought it was a joke that, that it was a tie to be honest with you. Well, why did the, the NFL decide, Hey, uh, let's make the, let's make, overtime's 10 minutes instead of 15 minutes because what we need is more ties like they like low-key did that two or three years ago and that just seemed like the dumbest decision because now there's just a lot more ties yeah i had no idea that happened actually (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you though i hate tiebreaker scenarios when it comes to the end of the year for like the eagles so i kind of low-key actually like the tie because now there's really no tiebreaker like who plays this person who has strength of schedule as long as no one else gets a tie the tie is kind of like a tiebreaker, you know? It's like that half point. It's not a full win. So it just becomes calculating stuff at the end of the year much easier. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about a couple of random topics. What do you got? So, you know, I don't want to like – I feel like I say this often on this podcast. I'm not trying to take it down the political road. But as you know, I do watch C-SPAN – religiously yeah. I'm, I'm a political junkie i i try to follow Listen, it pragmatically we can we can have an adult conversation yeah um yeah. and DraftKings had a free presidential debate poll nice uh asked 10 questions completely free elena and i both entered it watched the debate i ended up answering i guess the correct percentage of nine out of the 10 correct and finished 1,345th out of approximately 184,000 entries. That's great. You probably didn't win anything, but... I won a dollar six. Nice, dude. Uh, yeah. Free entry, dollar six. After uh, after the debate was over, Elena and I looked, and I was like, holy night, I won a dollar six. Yeah. How, what did I finish at? And I was like, oh, wow. I don't know. I was kind of proud about that. No, so that's pretty awesome. The... Yeah. um. So then about a thousand people got 10 out of 10, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's not a lot of people. The nine out of 10 is great. What were some of the questions? Oh, geez. Um, who would say China first? Uh, Trump. <laughs> obviously. Um, what else? Who would be the first Democratic candidate to be mentioned? See, who, who was that? Who would be the first Democratic candidate? You know, obviously not. No, no, I mean, but who, who did, who was it? Oh, you got uh, that right. Yeah, dude, your C-SPAN, your C-SPAN time is really paying off. Like you kind of had it down. Yeah, I know, man. To be honest with you, I kind of thought all of them were (laughs) no-brainers. You know, what was interesting was like a lot. I had a lot of patients today, and everyone was like, "Oh, about that debate last night." And they're like, "Oh, I'm still recovering." My one patient comes in; she's like this, like sixty-year-old woman, and I was like, oh, how you doing? She's like, oh, I'm recovering from last night. And I was like, do you, do you get drunk? I was like, from alcohol? And she's like, no, from the debate. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I'm recovering from last night. It felt like you had a few few beverages, you know? Maybe you like to get a little, you know, get a little tipsy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I did not watch. I, I couldn't. My emotions, my, like, anger, I don't know. Just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, it was. I've never seen a debate like that before. You know, I majored in political science. It was just, it was raucous. The best of the best, man. <laughs> you know, that's what America has to offer a pathological liar and just a really old dude. Yeah. yeah. Both of them want to yell at each other. Both. Would you let either of them babysit like your child? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely dude, I would, not. And like, if we took a test, any test, I would beat them on like any IQ test, any just there are probably not many competitions that they would beat me in or you in 
and that's just crazy to think. Yeah. Well, they're, they're really good at talking, both of them. That's what it takes. I mean, not anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Anyways. All right. My my random thing's a little bit different. A little bit on my my social interaction scale, as it always is. Um. So this is a patient encounter that I had. It was about a month ago, and and this was during the time when I didn't hire my staff back, so I was just by myself. So how I used to do exams was, I would just lock. Patient would come in, I lock the door. So that, and I would go back do the exam with them. So just no one else was in the office, um, whatever. So it's just me and the patient. Great exam. I had seen this patient like the year before, and I saw them out in like the mall a couple of times. And she's she's she had this guy that was with her that I met, and um, last year. So I couldn't remember if it was boyfriend, husband. I knew know his name. I saw him at the mall too. So his name was like David or something like that. So when I see yeah. a patient back, what I like to do is I like to show them that I remember them, right? Oh yeah. Cuz like to, right like whenever you deal whenever I deal with the general public at work, I always try to ask about a son or a daughter or yeah, a significant other. Oh, how so and so doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly, right? So you do the callback so that you remember, oh, I remember this time we bonded a month, you know, a year ago to strengthen the relationship, right? Yeah. So, you know, we're, I'm trying to ring her up for her glasses and, you know, that whole process, pulling the receipts up and everything, putting in the measurements, it takes like five, ten, five or 10 minutes. So there's a little bit of downtime. So I'm racking my brain. I'm like, all right, no one else is here. Like, I'm, I want to try to show her that I remember who she is to solidify the relationship. But I'm like, I'm like, all right, I know she has, you know, this guy in her life. And I was like, ah, it's like, was it her boyfriend or was it her husband? And I was like, should I guess this? And I don't want to guess wrong. And, (laughs) (laughs) and then, and then I was like, should I guess his name? And, um, (laughs) I'm like, "Ah, I'm pretty sure it's Dave. Like, I'm pretty sure. So I go, Oh, how's I didn't guess. So I, I guessed boyfriend and husband first. Like, so so I was like, oh, how's your husband? And she was like, oh, I don't have a husband. I was like, damn, guessed wrong. And she's like, I'm not married. I was like, all right. I was like, oh, well, the guy, what was his name? You know, the guy. Um, oh, you should have bailed you know, there. <laughs> I didn't bail. I went even deeper. I was like, uh, Dave. And she's like, right, Dave. She's like, she's like, Joe, you mean? She's like, oh, I was like, oh Joe. I was like, it's like, yeah, oh, he's my, he was my boyfriend. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, how's he doing? He's like, oh, oh, we broke up a week ago. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to so, jump ship after that first question. So, so I made three mistakes. One mistake was not the husband. It was a boyfriend. Uh, second mistake, totally got the name wrong. And then third mistake was they literally broke, broke up a week ago. And then I still had like four minutes of checking her out, you know? Mm-hmm. so and i was just by myself so there was Stanley. no staff member to like bounce to like change conversation like i was just there and i was just like i don't know what to do so um yeah i just kind of it just got weird and um what do you mean it just got weird <laughs> i mean well where do you go from that she just I got, you know, all right, fine. Like I could have, it wasn't a big deal that I got that they weren't husband, boyfriend, no. getting the name wrong, kind of a dick move, but you know, she's clearly was kind of sad. I kind of, she was usually an upbeat person. I kind of, you know, um, I was kind of picking up on those vibes that something was a little off, but I didn't know what it was. And so clearly she was still upset about this breakup and I brought it up and you know, where do we go from, where does the conversation go from there? Or no, it's like, there was no music playing. It was just kind of, I forgot to turn the music on. Usually I have background music in the store to set a mood. It was just oh silent. It was just silent. And I was like, uh, <laughs> let me finish getting this stuff ready. I think if I were in your position, I would have offered swag. Like, do you have any kind of swag at the office? I've got no swag, dude. No lollipops, microfiber. Like. Here's, here's, here's a lollipop uh, for me uh, bringing up your 
your breakup. Just some distraction. I know. I need a distraction, man. I need the swag distraction. That's the move. Well, you need but, to bail after you get the husband question wrong. I know. I didn't <laughs> bail. But I'm already pot committed at that point, right? Like, then I, I just, like, I need your, you know, just dove at the name. Because if I was like, oh, if I get the name right, then it shows a little bit that I remembered. And then there was a breakup. So, you know, moral of the story is don't guess. It's like if someone's pregnant, don't guess. No. Uh, don't, don't guess. Don't even bring up spouses because people break up. So I'm I'm learning. I'm learning how to make better social interactions, but they're still pretty rough sometimes. And and that one I just had to share with you. You gotta you gotta carry some swag. Carry the swag, the, uh, Ben. Cornerstone eyewear. Ben Ben oh. you know Ben, right? From Penn State. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Yeah. But the rest of the league. Um he has been hounding me to get tote bags. Cornerstone tote bags. Yeah. He's like, That's he's a like, great dude. Idea. Yeah. He's like, dude, you got to get tote bags. It goes with your feel. You could sell them. You could put the glasses in it. You you know, like, he's like, yeah. He's like, dude, I go grocery shopping with a, with a, a cornerstone tote bag. No problem. So. Yeah. And then, then you, you ask the second, you ask him, you know, if Dave or ask her if Dave's around. Yeah. She says, actually, we broke up last week. Oh, here, take a tote bag. <laughs> Check it. Check out the, what we got inside there. Some microfibers, yeah. all some, micro, some microfibers, uh, a few dating profiles. <laughs> uh, all right, man, that's good. All right, that's uh, yeah, it's inside the vortex this week, man. Week four coming up, dude. The league, there's only twelve weeks, so we're already a quarter of the way through the season, which is crazy to think. Crazy. Um, Mike's gonna get a win this week. I feel it. I feel it. And then Allie or KK squared are going to make it out of the basement. I'm excited, man. I'm enjoying football this week, this year. I hope everyone else is. I just throw the red zone on. I don't even watch the Eagles that much anymore. I throw them on a random stream on the side. Um, And yeah, thanks for joining James. Of course. Adios. And we'll see everyone next week.